hey, I've got a few of my friends here, and we're going to talk about the futures of our own collections. Andy, hit it. Welcome to the Hall of Chronicles podcast. I'm Andy, and I am flying solo tonight. We are off the cuff in the truest sense. We didn't know we were going to do this, and I say we because I've got a few of my buddies with me to talk about our collections. We didn't know we were going to do this till about 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, and we thought, let's just do it. I've got some hard-hitting collector questions that I need to answer for myself that I'd also like to hear what they have to say about it. So... I'll bring him in one at a time. You guys all know him as the Shabby Geek and my buddy Mark Richardson. Hey, buddy. Collecting time. Collecting time. Oh. <laughs> and we got his brother from the same mother, Simon. Good to see you, Si. Good evening. And our good buddy, Mark, don't call me G-Force. Actually, call me G-Force. So we don't get okay. Um Now, the three of us have Star Wars in common with our collections, but each of us collect a little bit something different or a lot bit different. And um, the other night, what got me started thinking about the state and the future of my own collection was I, I just... I brought up the question in one of our, you know, we, we get on a weekly call sometimes a couple times a week with just a group of us through Instagram. And we were just chatting one night and I asked, Hey, do you guys think that you'll ever get to a point where, uh, where you've kind of checked off all of the, the big hitters on your list and, and you feel like you can kind of finally be content with your collection or is it all uh, you're going to just keep doing it or, if if you're not collecting, you might as well get rid of it all. Like what what's 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 the plan with you guys? And if you wouldn't mind going around the horn real quick, Shabby, is there a point do you think that you'll reach where you'll say, I'm good. I think I finally am content with where my collection's at. That doesn't mean you'll never get anything again, but it's just like in large, I'm good. You think you'll ever get there? I hope not. That'd be so boring if you did. I'd I'd be It'd be terrible. Do you know what I mean? Imagine that. I mean, I, when I did the 112, I completed the 112, the red and black boxes, right? And I got a couple out. Bosk, I think, Papa. A uh, few others of the lads, they sent me the last few I needed, and I had them. I didn't. And they're all behind me. They all want to display beautiful behind me. And I was content. But I think I was content and a different fact because the new boxes were coming. So I, 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 I don't know. I'd hate to think... It's like when you get a holy. It's like what I said to you before. When you get a holy grail and you've got it, and then the, the the feeling I got after I got it, it was like empty in a way. Like, oh no, I don't have to look for it again. So I hope it doesn't. I hope it carries on forever. So, um, so, so you're just you're just gonna keep on collecting. Yeah, it can't cost. Okay. What else are we gonna spend my money on? I, you, know I mean? you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's why rock and roll days are. Over. Do you know what I mean? The ladies are done for shabby. I've got to spend money on something. I think I'm the same as the, the other two ones here. I've, I've been collecting forever and it just feels weird not... I look forward to everything. And I think it's because maybe I collect a few lines. So even if you finish one, you're not going to finish another. But the thought of it finishing or com being completed no, not for me. No, well, how about you, I'm Simon? I, I, I know you've got a pretty vast DC collection and comic collection, and you still collect, you know, Star Wars items from time to time, and and even the occasional sideshow collectible or hot toy. Um, do you ever more see money yourself... than me, Simon? You can tell he's got more money than me, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> hot toys, that, yeah. What uh, do you ever see yourself getting to a place where you're like, okay, I think. I think I think we're good. I think I think my collection's in a good spot, and and I can I can finally, like Tony Stark, I can finally rest. I, for me, I think it all depends what you collect. If I was vintage Star Wars, 
and I'd collected all the run and the 96 is here and, and the last 17's got, all the mini vehicles were in, all the boxes were in. I think then I would say I'm, con- I'm done, I'm content with what I have. But I think the way I collect, it's like I've waited, and even though they've been popular, this I really have waited 40 years for them Dungeons and Dragons figures. It was my mm-hmm. favourite cartoon as a kid. I, I still watch it daily to this day, really. So, you know, it's things like that that keep coming. You know, in the next five years or ten years, there could be something else that I've waited for for such a long time and can't wait to get in. And So I can't really see... Uh, I think as I get older, your habits slow down. I think I generally won't be buying what, like, normally the vast amount that you're buying stuff. And I think you go really severely more for what you really want. But as collecting, no, I don't... I, well, I'm a kid, I don't think it'll ever stop, no. Okay. Well, G-Force, round us out here. What do you think? You got a massive toy room there behind you. What's going on? I, is it is it, uh, it going to stay that way or is it is it just going to keep reaching out to like, other rooms? I kind of like what Sai just touched upon. I think it'll slow down, if anything. But I think being the kind of plastic addicts that we are and cardboard addicts and uh, posters and you know like I think there will always be something to collect there's that much even if you just say Star Wars unless your name's Sansweet you don't have it all you know yeah so I, I also think, I think it depends on I'm a hoarder I, I, I'm, I, I don't yeah. throw anything away I haven't thrown clothes away I don't throw receipts away tickets away concert tickets away keyrings little figures i've never thrown anything away i've had all this stuff from being a kid all my ladybird annuals and i'm a bit of a hoarder like that in a sense so i think that would kick in that no i wouldn't stop collecting because nature of the beast i mean Uh, we do have a finite amount of space, as Andy was alluding to as well. So, I mean, would that determine for me, you know, okay, you don't have another square foot of wall to use, so. Well, so uh, the reason why, let me let me answer the question too before I get to what you just said there, G-Force. Um, I, I'm finding that and I'm a predominantly vintage Star Wars collector. And I know that there's, even if that was the only thing I collected, and it pretty much is, there's no end to what I could collect. There's, you know, there's variants upon variants upon variants on nearly all of the figures. There's, you know, obscure, you know, I. I could go mint on card. I could go graded. I could go loose. You know, I could go never taken out of the boxes. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of roads I could still go down. But I'm I'm finding that at least in what I collect, I have kind of gotten the things that I've wanted. Um, now there's always more, but I've kind of checked off my big boys anyway. We'll say. And I was just wondering to myself, am I going to get to a point where I feel like I'm done? And that's why I asked it, because I was kind of questioning that in myself a little bit. Well, what, do, you, do you ask that one sense because you only collect Star Wars? I think it's different for people. That co- it's like Transformers, Motor Origins, Masters Universe, Vintage. Yeah. You know, I, think, I, I do I, so many lines that I think you, you focus on one. And I think if you focus on one line too much, you eventually think, oh, I'd like to try something else or start something else. Do you think that's what it is with you while you're having these thoughts? Uh, maybe. Um, now, I I would say a sub-collection of mine would be Star Wars movie posters. And there's, you know, domestic and foreign. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of – there's even a lot of roads you can go down with that too. But um, – I, at one time, I had a pretty hefty G.I. Joe uh, collection, which um, I still have. A, it's smaller now, a lot smaller than it used to be. But I don't feel the need to keep adding figures to that because I got rid of a lot of the figures that I would have. I mean, if I were going to collect them again, I just would get them back. 
which I could, but I don't really have a strong desire for that. It's you're, it's probably, it probably has something to do with that shabby, to be honest with you. And, and I know that um, I've always, it seems like in, in my lifetime, I've always collected something, but it's always been one thing at a time. Like um, there was a, a time in the early two thousands where I just went in deep on U2 albums, like the, like the discs. And so I, I had nearly 300 probably U2 albums. And then I kind of stopped doing that, but then that turned into collecting just albums in general. And then I got, and I kind of stopped doing that and then I got rid of them. And then for a while it was Volkswagen paraphernalia. And then I got a bug, you know, and then I stopped doing that. And then it's been star Wars for the last really about 10 years, like focused, but it's, it's been going on a while, I guess, even in smaller amounts prior to. So it's like when I've collected, it's just been one thing at a time. And then I move on to another thing. And then, so I just wonder if I'm going to do that with star Wars stuff because I don't see myself doing it, but I also don't see myself doing it forever either. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's where, that's where I land on that. Um, and I know that there's no wrong answer to it. There is no. And I know that things like um, opportunity and space and disposable income are all factors in all of our collecting because we don't have an infinite amount of money and we don't have an infinite amount of space and we won't always have opportunities to get maybe the things that we're interested in when we want to, we might have to wait until later, you know, things like that. So for everybody, I know it's different and there's no right or wrong answer. Everybody has to answer for themselves, but that's anyway, where this live stream cropped up, you know, the idea for me came a few days ago, which then got me to my next question. You guys ready for this? Before you answer, before you answer, did you see Tessie's comment right there, the very bottom one? <laughs> Ding. Yeah, but um, okay. So, my next question to you guys let's say you've maxed out whatever space that you have in your in your with your toy collection, your toys and collectibles, and something needs to go what is and we'll go reverse order this time start with g-force g-force what's the first thing you get rid of as a line because i know you collect a lot of different things what's the first thing you liquidate in order to make room that's a hard one um how much space do i need uh indeterminate <laughs> I was space to me. First thing I'd get rid of is the pops. Yeah. The pops are the first uh, to go? I don't know, 20 some pops, and most of them are like sport, music, and uh, office space. So I have a couple Star Wars, Ken the Eagle. But I'd get pops rid of are the first thing? I'd, yeah. Simon, how about you? You've got too much stuff. What's the first thing that goes? Well, I've been, I've been looking around the room and I'd probably look at Claire's wardrobe and think that's a bit too big. <laughs> Claire's wardrobe can go. She's got too yeah. many stuff, all the sports stuff and all that yeah, to go. I don't know. I think um, me and Pete, were, Scuba Pete, were talking about this other night that picking up random figures. And sometimes you look at something that you, you you like, so you just you just grab it and you don't touch it, you don't take it out of its box or anything, you leave it as it is. But it's not really involved in your collection of stuff. I've just done it this week with that um, Super Seven Turtles figure, that Surfer Mikey. I don't collect anything. I've got the NECA Turtles from the original nineteen uh, ninety movie, but I don't really collect turtles as such. But I really like that figure. But I suppose down the line that you do end up with quite a bit in your collection like that, that you don't really collect, but you, you've got. 
And I think like that would be the first stuff I'd Yeah. And I'd do it for like, you know, if somebody needed it to finish their collection or something like that in the future. I think that'd be the sort of stuff I got rid of first. Okay. But would you get rid of it though? That's the thing. I don't think I will get rid of it. I'd probably. <laughs> this is an, this is a horrible thing. This. I, I've never thought about this. I'm my hands are I'd probably stick it in boxes and stick it in. There. I don't know. I've no, done that loads of times where you run you, out of space. And, no. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't. In this question, Shabby, you can't right. just box it up and put it in the attic, or you can't box it up and put it in the shed. Oh, you gotta true. get rid of something. What's the first thing to go? Because you've run out of room. You've run out of room and you know there's still more Mo2 coming and you need to make some space. What's the first thing that goes? Oh, God. My wife, my kids, my dogs. Hey, uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Because you see, because uh, while you lot have been talking, I said, right, I'll get rid of this. And I think, no, I won't get rid of that because of that. I'll get rid of it. No, I can't get rid of that because of that. You know what I mean? I probably, I'll yeah. tell you what I do. I've, I've got a three bookshelves and I probably get rid of all my books. Get rid of my books and then get rid of your more. books. Okay. Well, that I would definitely free up I don't think I would get rid of my books. No, I don't think I would get no, rid of my books. No, okay. I know. Shabby, would you be Shabby? Would you be able to go through your books and because I know you've got a big bookshelf full of books. Yeah. yeah. Would you be able to get rid of like two shelves worth of books and maybe not get rid of all of them, but just the ones that maybe you weren't as fond of or you haven't revisited or things like that, because, you know, we all play the game. What would you rather have? And I know it would be nice to just say, I'd, I'd rather have them both. But if you had to get like, like between this book and this book, could you keep one and maybe you yeah, would have probably, to get you know, all of them? That's a good way of looking at it. I'd probably go through my collection because I know I'm never going to complete everything. You can't complete everything. So I'd probably go through my collection and if I had to, and I, I want to make this clear, this is just because it's a hypothetical question. I'm not doing this at all, you know. But I'd probably go through my stuff and, and take out the ones that don't mean that much, or I'm not that that like, and make more space doing it that way. So I'd go through my books, take out a few. Go through my transformers, make take out a few. But I'd do it that way. But oh, here's okay. So. In fairness, I'll, I'll answer the question too. If I need to clear up a, a, it depends if I need a little bit of room or a lot of room. Um, if I just need a little bit of room, I get rid of my, um, my mini rigs and accessories. Those go, they're gone. Um, I really like them, but most were not even used on screen. So I, I don't have like a tremendous attachment to them because of any movie or, or show. Um, and then if, if I need a lot of room freed up, um, I think I get rid of my vehicles, my star Wars vehicles. No way. You, you couldn't. It's easy to say it, you know, it's I, easy to come out and say it, but if you actually had, you could, you really, I don't know mate. I don't know. Well, I'm getting a Falcon or your Imperial Shuttle, the Rebel Transport, or something like, or an X-wing or an Interceptor. Uh, You'd be like, you see, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I think, I think the mini rigs is where I would start. I can say that for certain. I can say that for certain. I'd start with the mini rigs, and then we'll see, we'll see. You know, I've got, I've got, I'll get, I'll get one of my duplicates. Duplicates. I'll get duplicates, rid of them. Yeah. yeah, there are duplicates. Could go. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Sai. I might get rid of the McFarlane if I needed a lot of room. Ooh. I, I know that stings you, but I'd give it all to you if I had to get rid of it. But I want to. I want to take a moment. Yeah, here you don't and, want and acknowledge the chat here. Uh, thank you guys for your comments. Yeah. Um, Steve-O here says he's been kind of kicking this around too. It says, I've been pondering this very question lately. My Star Wars comics collection collection is growing beyond what I can manage. I think I may be selling it soon. So, uh, It's yeah, a very I, addictive thing, isn't it? Like, Yeah, and, and everybody mean, has to answer it differently. Where do you, know? you stop? But, it, but Andy, you said your own question before, where you said that, you know, there's a point that you stop collecting it. But the nature of your beast is that you'll only start collecting something else. Because if you did collect Volkswagen stuff and you did collect albums and stuff around the world and then you collected Star Wars, if you was to sell all your Star Wars stuff, 
you'll only be thinking, right, what's my next collection going to be? Yeah. So really, yeah. in the yeah. sense of the word collection, it doesn't ever stop, does it? Really? No. I stopped the Star Wars comics for, for what Steve actually said. When when they brought back the Star Wars comics, I got Afro, Lando. The, I bought them all at the start, and I got quite a big collection of them. But I had to stop because of exactly what Steve just said. I thought, I'm going to stop now because this is getting a bit too much. So I filled a huge long box up down there, and that's it. I'm done with it. Do you know what I mean? So, And for that reason... If I bought them or sold them, I don't think I'd be missing. So there is something I have stopped doing because it, it wasn't something that, you know, I didn't, I never read comics. It was our side that did the comics, not never me. I just fancied the experience of reading Star Wars comics, you know. But then yeah. you sit back and go, yeah, but I'd love to start collecting vintage Motu comics. And so there's always something that replace. If you get rid of something, I think, it's like what Sido said, I think you, you, you replace it with something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think collectors is in our blood, isn't it? And the other thing to tell you as well, just while I remember, we're kids from the 80s. And all oh, every yeah. toy line when we were kids, we said, collect all this, collect all that, collect all... And so I think it's yeah, stemmed into... Consumers. Exactly. They, they collect all consumers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Numbers on everything. The way they were all laid out in the photo, so you saw all of them and that... And I think that stem, that's what got us collecting in our adulthood is that collecting thing. It's because there's so much out there we want, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I suppose that, uh, you know, what the first thing to go might be difficult. Um, but Steve-O follows up with what's the last thing to go. And I could only potentially think of this scenario if, something tragic happened and I needed to come up with money, like a, a medical bill for one of my kids or something like that. You know, I needed to come up with some money and I had to sell, I had to come. I just, I can only think of it in tragic terms here, but the very last thing that I think would go, um, would, would probably have to be, and you guys get ready to answer this too. Um, would be my uh, collector display UK figure case of the original 96. Yeah. And in there I'd put, you know, they, I can put, a, you know, some variants in there too. So I could get like a full 96 with a few of the big variants in there. And I think that's probably the last thing that I would uh, hang on to if everything else had to go. Um. I don't like to think about that because there are some tremendous Star Wars movie posters that I have that I absolutely love. There is. Um, but if if it really came down to it and everything else had to go, I think the last thing would be that. I hope that doesn't sound too sad. Shabby, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you? What's the last thing? The last thing that goes. My vintage Star Wars collection. Uh, it's where, it, you know, if you go on to collect other things and you go on your pop culture expands, for the majority, I'm not saying everybody, but for the majority of it started there, didn't it? And the, the memories and the nostalgia, the love you have, you, the, I think the more protected than everything else in your collection, it's something that, you know, you walk past your collection, but when you get to that part, you just start smiling. It means the world to me, so... Yeah, I think I'd definitely keep my Falcon. I'd definitely keep my, my Return of the Jedi Luke. And if 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 I had to let that go, but yeah, I think vintage Star Wars for me. It's, it's one they have the most memories for, you know, the most nostalgia for. So that, that I'd have to keep. Hi, right, how about you? I think uh, the answer is a lot like my brothers. It's what means the most to you, what started you off. And for me, it'd be my comics. I could never, ever in my life part with my comic books. I just couldn't. I've bought them every year since I was 10. Do you know what I mean? And that, yeah. that's just the way I've, my life's always been. I wouldn't know life without buying them. So that would be that. I, I couldn't part with them if I wanted. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. G-Force, you're up. I'd be walking around the house like the jerk in the scene where he's all I need is this and this. I gotta take this chair in this chair. This game. And my dog. Um 
I'd have I'd have to say three and three quarters Star Wars because I don't have a lot of vintage yet. Like I sold all my vintage when I was in college, and uh, but I do have a lot of TVC, which I think is a good replacement um, for not having the vintage characters. But I do have the original twelve in there. I do have the Millennium Falcon that Andy so graciously gave to me. Um, some play sets and stuff like that. Like, I think if you can only have one thing, that would be the way I would want to go. Yeah. Getting some good comments in the chat. Hey, too. I've, been, I've been posting them up there and, and, uh, yeah, the last things to go are the most meaningful and, and they would probably yeah. pose differently if there was a house fire and you could only grab one thing, you know, would you think, yeah. Andy, that that would be people that collect Star Wars, and we know a lot of them, and a lot of them do have the same figures they had as a kid. A lot of them have gone out and bought all the vintage. I think that would be most Star Wars collectors' answer, save that vintage stuff, because that's what it meant to them from the very beginning. This was the start of it. That's what they grew up on. That's what they remember. Do you know what? When I buy the Black Series, Return of the Jedi cards now, even though they take you back because they're just cards that are a little bit bigger on six inch now. The nostalgia right. gets from each and one of them cards and the way they are today. But again, I can understand like all the money you spent on Star Wars modern collection. I think most Star Wars collections would save the vintage stuff, wouldn't they? They would. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, I've, I've, you just said that. Yeah. Like, look at your vast collection of Black Series, the vast yeah. collection. So that means a vast collection of money you've spent on that collection. Yet it's your vintage, and half that vintage your mum bought when we were children. So it's not even I though it's not cost yeah, you anywhere near what your modern collections cost you. That would be what you saved. But I think that's yeah. what it is. Even though I'm, I'm more of a modern collector. It's like what I said. The majority of stuff from collecting came from those Star Wars figures. It came yeah. from that built into what yeah. we've all got now behind us, every one of us. And so, you, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I, not I, my I love for the multiverse figures. My love for the multiverse figures comes from, I read these comics in the 80s and the 90s. So to say I've got figures now like Dead Man and Deathstroke and all these off figures from the animated show and all that that are coming gives me a really nostalgic buzz. But I would still say yeah. the original content of them, which was my comic books, over the multiverse figures, you know, so... I think it's why you get into collecting. Anyway, a few months back was the very, very first time I've ever sold anything from my collection. When we moved into this house, I have a shed out the back that's just chock-a-block full of stuff. And yeah. it was Jen, really, that was saying to me, well, you know, I put out all my collection room and I'm in expanding it and so forth. And she said, what you've got to look at is that stuff that you have in there, will you ever put out? Will you ever display it again? And straight away is what we're talking about tonight. You think of room, you think of other stuff you've got. And so, no, not really. Yeah. So, so when I sold it, it it was hard. It was it was, but it's stuff that I would never have used at the moment. In there, I've got every, the complete section of five POA, every playset, every vehicle, every figure of Force Awakens and Rogue One, except for the attack. The attack's the only thing I don't have from Rogue One, and I'm starting to think it again now. Me and G Force are going to go to a, a a toy shop in a couple of weeks, and I'm still pondering: should I phone them and say, "Listen, do you want this stuff? It's all never been open." But that's what it's so. I would agree that your collecting changes, but I've never been one of those people to get rid of anything, you know, and, or, or to sell right, anything. And right. it's difficult for me that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like Simon in that regard too. I hang on to everything. I have concert ticket stubs, movie ticket stubs, all that stuff. They're all memories yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, like I am a bit of a hoarder in that regard, you know, but I think if you can like, kind of what we were talking about earlier, just thinning certain collections out to make room for new stuff. And if you can keep it organic like that, it can be a healthy thing, a healthy rotation. Well, that's what Matt does. Me and Tez, we're, you know, we're part of ZSR and the, the, the other member of ZSR, Matt, he, he does that deliberately. He'll, he'll get rid of stuff to either buy something he really wants or mm -hmm. to make room for something else. Yep. And he has no issue with it. You know, the, I think many of us have seen Matt put something up or he's bought a hot toy and, and yeah. when he gets it for that price, he says that it's other stuff from his collection that he's sold. And that is a really good idea. There's so many times we've sort of had a conversation behind the scenes about stuff, about, you know, Haslabs or about hot toys, which I've always tried to say, oh, I don't really collect them. 
but I've never put myself in a framework that, yeah, I could do it if I sold things that I don't really need or things that, you know yeah. what I mean? I could yeah. make yeah. that money yeah. from that. And the other way yeah. of looking at it, and this is another thing my wife said, considering she's not a collector, she was pretty smart. She said, what you're also doing by selling stuff like that is you're helping someone who just focuses on that collecting, who needs that one thing, you know, and you, you're, you see the yeah. storage room in your shed. So, yeah, it's a good way to look at it. You know, I had this uh, back and forth with uh, Awesome Geek Show, John. This was a couple years ago, but I'll never forget it. Um, he was... He was, uh, he wasn't complaining, but he was stating that, man, he would really love to get a Yoda hot toy or sideshow collectible, but they were just so expensive. They were about $600, the one that he wanted at the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was just like, man, they're just so expensive. And, and I said, well, John, you know, you've got five Darth Vader cases filled with figures up on, you know, that top shelf up there you could sell one of those and probably have enough to get the thing that you really wanted. And, um, and uh, he was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, but you've got the means and the resources right there. Like I can yeah. see it. Do you that would... those videos he did Andy and how yeah. many hammerheads he had and how many. Exactly. I know. I know. Rare I know. And so it's like, it's like, yeah, you sell two last 17 figures that you have three of, you know, each, and you could get the thing that you really want. But it, nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. So I, that always made it. I, I didn't get mad at him for it, but it always made me laugh. It's like you, you actually could get it pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Mike was there. I dismissed him. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, it, it just it just cracked me up because they like he was he was bemoaning the fact that he didn't have this thing that he really wanted yet he he could he could if he wanted um, i see this this guy's comment here and it makes a lot of sense he said i've really done the unthinkable and sold off all my vintage stuff to fund my recent hot toys collection makes sense now it kind of does but i think it's up to the collector i don't think it's up to anybody else to right. judge it you know what i mean i think it's up to right. you what you want to do and what you want to do with your stuff and so forth because you'd say it, wouldn't you? I, I, he's probably got it himself. He's probably said, oh, I've, I've, you know, I got rid of that vintage stuff. And probably most of the people around him went, no, what did you do that for? And so, but if you're not that, if you really want something and that helps go towards it, I, I don't see any issue with it at all. It's, but it, it comes yeah, down okay, to individuality. Like you know? That's another thing. I think that if you, if, you, if you change your collection, you're still a collector. But would I be feasting? Like, is it enough to say that if he was to stop collecting in a sense, your passion's over as well. I can't, I don't think you could ever stop, so I can't answer. I mean, is that what you're trying to say, Andy? If you got rid of all the stuff, that's it. I would say we have a, uh, you know, if, if anything should happen to my collection and, you know, say, for example, and I don't want to bring the, the chat down, but something happened where it's all gone. Would you start again? That's the thing we were talking about before as well. Like, oh, yeah. that's a tough one, that, because there's so many. It's not just going out and buying plastic, is it? It's memories to us. It's, it's nostalgia to us. It's, you know what I mean? Things that mean something to us. So to start all that again, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> a comment here says, I have recently done the unthinkable and sold off all of my yeah. vintage stuff to fund my recent hot toys addiction. Makes sense, and it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I, I've I have one, but Josh, my pod partner, he's got like fifteen of them, and they're incredible, and they're so cool looking on the shelf. So you played the game of what would you rather have? Would you rather have the vintage, or would you rather have the hot toys? And if you can't have both, you went with the hot toys, and I applaud it because that probably wasn't an easy decision to make, and no. uh, and, and you did it. So. Good job on you, you know. I, I think it's I, all, it all depends on what you really – if there's something out there that you really, really want, and it's like, you know, something that you don't think you, you need in your collection or not, I think that's when you start thinking, well, maybe I can let stuff go and so forth. But, yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong in how you do it. Hey, if I may pose a question to you, lads. Let me, let me uh, bring in right, our buddy Matt, Pete here. Hey, he Pete. Can, okay. he Mr. join us. Yes. Hello, PGM Pete. Hello, I had nothing better else to do than uh, hang with you, you reprobates on live stream here in New Zealand. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, go ahead, G Force. What, what were you saying? 
Um, I was wondering, do you guys set rules to the way you collect at all to kind of curb spending, lessen the amount coming in? Because if we hit the lottery, we'd probably all be out just whatever we wanted to buy, we would go buy. You know, but well, obviously there are financial limits and spatial limits and what you have. So do you set rules to kind of limit what comes into your homes? Not me. If I can't afford it, I ask Si. <laughs> For me, I think it's how I cut money and save money is I don't really buy figures in waves. So necessarily five figures have come out, like five Marvel Legends, and you get to build the builder figure. It's just three of them, two of them. I'm not really so keen on. I don't necessarily go out and buy them just because of the builder figure. There are times I have bought figures because I really like the builder figure. But I think and that's the way to say you just buy what you really have, like. Yeah, shops will have builder figures for like 60, 80 bucks or something like that if they're newer, you know. And yeah. it's less than you would spend on the full wave to do it. So I don't know about you, G-Force, but if I was winning the lotto, mate, I'd be buying a house in USA and um, buying Hollywood uh, mansions, and then I'll be buying a lot of action figures and buying myself a wife. Ah, ah nice, nice. Be a um, collector. Okay. Can I come and live at your house, Pete? Sorry, Andy, I'm on your <laughs> stream. I'm just making a hell of a stupidity on myself. That's fantastic. Sorry. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I, I have, um, I, I tell myself that I have financial restrictions every month, you know, that I, here's my budget and I try and stay with it. And then, um, what I try to do is that if I can use my collection to fund my collection, right. If I can buy, sell and trade some things that, that allows me to not dip out of my monthly allowance that I give myself even better. And so I, I, I think I'm pretty good at sticking with that, but uh, you know, there are times that I go over, I'm sure you guys can relate, but there are months too where I don't really buy anything because nothing's really tugging at me. So um, yeah, I try to have a budget, I guess, to answer your question. I try to have a little monthly. Well, I think, I think being a collector that collects a few lines, like, you know, the majority of us do here besides Star Wars, you never really have that thing to run out. If you go somewhere and you think, well, there's no Black Series, all right, but there might be a Transformer, there might be a Motu, or there might be yeah. a play. You see what I mean? So I think for us, <clears throat> we never get to that circumstance. When Motu Origins came out, it was perfect for me. Because at the time, I'm online and I'm moaning about no Black Series, no distribution, no this, not. that line came out. So instead of me coming out moaning constantly that I can't find figures, here's now a line that I can find and I can do. And I can get my daughter involved in this. You know, sometimes with your collection as well as who you share it with, I'm not going to share $45, $40 figures with my daughter. I will share $15 figures with her. Do you see what I mean? So that's another thing, that, which going back to the collecting point is I'll never stop collecting that simply because it's something I share with somebody else, you know? Yeah. Well, let me ask, let me ask you guys a, another question, maybe frame it a little differently. What's a bigger concern or restriction for you? Is it money or space? Shabby. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> My missus. No. That's the correct answer. Money, money for me. I, I, I'll give you an example. This year, I, I've always said about the Haslabs, oh, my God, price, it's ridiculous and so forth. And I once sat back and said to myself, is it the price that puts you off? Or is it the price, the fact that you don't want to pay five, 600 quid for something that puts you off? Because I always think to myself, if I had that type of money, I could buy so much stuff with, with what we're buying for one. So I, I always think it comes down to money because there's hot toys I would like, there's things I would like, you know, but I always tend to have that, that thing up here that, well, you know, if I, if I buy that, I can't buy this. And, I'm, you know, I have my own business. I'm, I've got four kids. I've got to watch what I'm paying for. You know, I'm not a person that can turn around and spend 600 quid on something like that, you know. So, yeah, yeah money. It was a hard, hard thing to see in my bank account this morning. I was, I was like, Yeah, what? yours is gone. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh. <laughs> that stays a bit. <laughs> si, is it a space thing or a money thing for you? To be fair, no, I, I, I can honestly, you know, I'm not being facetious. I've never thought of any. I've never thought. I haven't got the space. I haven't got the money. 
if there's something I've really wanted and it's been a bit expensive, I've saved for it, I've got it. But I've never once said to myself, I mean, I've noticed that a lot lately. There's a lot of collectors that I think are running out of space because I keep hearing it's too big. I haven't got the space for it. And I hear that a lot now. Do you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. So you know that people are considering oh, what space they do have in the rooms and stuff. Yeah. But for me, it's... Um, there's no kids in this house. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I've never worried about the space or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Do you force... I think it's how you live. If you've got family and stuff and you've got rooms and stuff, and obviously, you know, the space is going to be a struggle because you can't take the big room in the family house. You can't, can you, for your collection? Yeah. Yeah, so what's, a, I, what's a bigger concern, Mark? I think they're both equally concerning at this point for me, but... Um, I think space right now is my bigger concern, having bought the largest ship that they've made. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually am going through a big overhaul here soon. Okay. I got a couple of these like four by two shelves that I have just uh, half of each of them as tables. So I'm gonna take them and put them in my bedroom with the TVC and put all the ships on that as a big shelving unit. And then I'll get shelving where those are. So it'll open up floor space and uh, hopefully house all those figures. Pete, I think habit it... plays a big part as well. I think habit oh, yeah. is a big part of it. I think it gets to the month and you think, oh, and I like that. And you, you end up looking on the online sites and you go in these shops every time you go out. I mean, I'm, like you lot, when I go out, I make a beeline for Smiths, a beeline for iCollectibles. It's, you, you do, you know, it's, it's like tracks are being in these shops, aren't you? Target on the way from work. Just be like, oh, so is that more habit than, than, than you need it? What I have learned this year a lot in the community is playing the waiting game. That's what I've learned. At the beginning, yes. it was, this is out. If you don't get it, you're not going to get it. And I've noticed things still here 16 months later. So this yeah. year, especially with Lego, in this country, Lego goes down by a lot of money. It goes down by half in after like four months. So we decided Sometimes to sit on it. Yeah. We don't get a lot of Lego sale. But. Yeah. Pete, are you uh, are you more constricted by space or by money in your collecting? By money, mind you, I do actually buy quite expensive action figures. Yes, it's that you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the money. It's uh, predominantly it's the money here. I mean, you're looking at a, a NECA figure of you know, the last figure I bought was I think it was NECA or and it was 119 dollars in EB Games, wow. right? And uh, we're getting black series here from God um, 55 dollars onwards up to 80 dollars uh, for a deluxe. For TVC, it's thirty-five dollars to fifty-five dollars for a TVC figure. So it's it's money for me. I mean, I'm unemployed. I don't know how I do kind of make the means to get it, but I I do. I you know um, I do like the idea of waiting because it, it has come down uh, for 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 clearance, but not that often. Um, space, yep. I, it's all right. Um, for me, um, I've got a one-bedroom apartment, so I'm I'm relying on actually not spending a whole lot of money to actually be impulsive, because that could be a key as well. When you're impulsive, you buy a lot of crap, right? Yeah. So, uh, and that fills, I think, my uh, uh, area up. Um, so I'm trying to actually, yes, sift out the things that I don't want to actually collect, and then <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, the way, impulse impulse yeah. has cost me over the years. Yeah. That's for sure. Me and G Force yeah. were talking about that. They're fresh monkey toys, weren't we, G Force? And I said, and, yeah. and you say to yourself, up here, I think I'm just going to get one. I'm not going to go down that line. And we, we, I think most of the collectors on the screen and in the chat say that I'm not going to go down another rabbit hole. I can't we all say that. So I'll just have one, and then yeah, yeah. you know, you're hooked. You're like, all right, I'll just get, get the one. Do you remember Mark Zero Toys? I'm going to get a hot toy, lads. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm getting one. I'm getting one. He's got Just about 30. One. He got about 30 <laughs> in the space of a year. You know, he went mental with it. So. Uh, I understand, Lady, though, man. Made They're a pretty cool. Slogan. All right. So then, so then we've talked, you know, our restrictions here. 
let's let's flip it around and uh bigwood here had a question uh earlier asked what are your holy grails now i'm going to define holy grails here as something that you probably will never get because it's either so rare so expensive or both that it's probably just beyond what your collection capabilities can handle um so that not, not like something that you really want, but you know, if you saved for a few months that you could probably get it, it'd just be inconvenient. Like I'm talking about something that you would really love to have, but you probably will never get it because it's just out of reach. Um, okay. I'll leave that open. Anybody, uh, anybody that wants to answer, go ahead. Andy, Andy, before, before we, uh, you get into that, has Bigwood got a partner called, that's what she said, Double D? Um, sorry. I, you know, I, well, I sorry, I couldn't resist. Sorry, big <laughs> ones. The price size, whatever. I, I tell you what, I would love. I would absolutely love. I'd love a Return of the Jedi inbox, mint inbox, never touched Imperial Show. That's now that that would be that would be something for me because Imperial Show was always my holy grail, and I never ever once thought about rare or price. When it's come to it, I've never got hold of it because I couldn't a afford one or be. But then Bulgy sent me one, and I've got one, so I'm happy. But if I had to pick something going down that line of rare and expensive and so forth, yeah, that's what I would have. I would love that thing in a box. Okay, all right, an untouched Imperial shuttle. All right, yeah. Simon, how about you? Oh, mine would be untouched Soundwave G1 and Starscream G1. Oh yeah. The reason is I've still got my Megatron G1, and I'd like to have the brothers to go with it. I'd like to have... <laughs> the brothers to go with it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> G Force. I don't. I don't know that I crave like high dollar stuff. If if that matters, um, I'm trying to think of what I really want from my childhood that I don't ever see okay well, um, i'll give you give you another minute if you need it we can ask pete pete do you have a answer here um i guess i don't know whether it's they've got figures or not but it, it, i was really one of hunting my holy grails is the predator team like arnold schwarzenegger and uh, you know the the, the the crack force predator team along with um along with the predator so uh, that would be in I, being six inch. I don't know whether they made it or not, or they did make it or not. I'm not too certain. But um, just have that kind of uh, predator team with. You know, really? um, Sorry, Pete, just that comment. Just that comment, please. Happy birthday, Matthew. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> Uh, just ignore me. Yes, Matthew, thank you very much for the comment. I relay my explanation. Um, it wasn't all that interesting either, anyway, so there we go. Um, <laughs> go on, carry on, Pete. Carry, carry on. on, Pete. I was listening. No, 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 we're on live on here. I don't know what it's, you know. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it, would, it would be that team, uh, to, to be quite honest with you. Six-inch uh, crack team predator um Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, and that kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's me. <laughs> okay. G Force, you ever come up with something? Yeah. Do you I, need more time? No, I think I might have it. Um I always wanted that matchbox Voltron. I thought that oh, was the always really cats cool. one that, that built up. Yeah, yeah. The first one that came out, like 83, yeah. 84, whatever yeah. that was. Um, I think that would be really cool to have a pristine Voltron. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. What about you, Andy? What would yours be? Um, it would be, it would be a, uh, I have two. Can I, I'm going to say them both here. Uh, it would be a Lily Letty Boba Fett with removable rocket. Um, it it's not a firing rocket. It's not one of the prototypes that are two hundred thousand dollars. That's that's beyond a holy grail. 
Um, but the Lily Letty ones, you can find them. Um, they're, they're, they're out there, I should say. They're not necessarily easily found, but um, I, I've always thought having a removable rocket would be pretty cool to have. Um, the, um, the other would be an original Howard Chaikin Star Wars poster that was from 1976 that was sold at, uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, it's, it's not very big, but, you know, there's, I don't know, maybe a thousand of them. Maybe, maybe, probably less because. But that's the thing. If you did have the money, would you not think twice about it first? So you had, say for example, hypothetically, you had $200,000. And with that money, you could buy one toy for your collection. Would you do it? Would you actually say, you know what? I, I don't know. It's not as easy as that, is it? Yeah, it's not it's not easy, but no. I mean, those are just two that kind of come off the head. I'm sure there are maybe a few others if you give me a minute, but but yeah, those are those are just a little too rare, a little too expensive that I probably will never get. Not that I haven't seen them, not that I haven't seen them for sale, but they're just a, a bit more than. There's this Italian Yoda that I've had my eye on. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> my other one would be a, a box to turn your playset, a vintage box to turn your playset. That would be, I mean, they're expensive, <laughs> aren't they? So that would be awesome. That, to was, that was a very funny thing at Joe Fest when Shabby saw the size of the boxes for the Defiant and the USS flag. He was like, I could live in that. I've never, ever, ever seen boxes like it. Because, like I said, I've only learned G.I. Joe through the community and buying the classifieds yeah. and, and, and learning about it. So you'll see the lads on the G.I. Joe, they'll pull out the, you know, the Defiant and they'll pull out the flag and they'll pull out the headquarters. And you see it on screen, you're like, wow, that's big, until you see it. And I was blown away. I was gobsmacked. That size of that Defiant box, I was gobsmacked. I could not honestly sight. It was literally up to here. And I'm six foot and it was up to here on me. It was huge, this thing. I think growing up in the UK, I, I don't know anybody that had a flag or any of my friends that had a flag or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> what a do, KK. What a do. Oh, man. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's red flag. Oh. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But the thing I think with Star Wars, I think there's so many holy grails, isn't there? <laughs> It's like yeah. Steve was saying here about a Ralph McQuarrie Star Wars painting. God, I'd mm. kill for an original Ralph McQuarrie, yeah. wouldn't you? And yeah. Oh, I'm one hundred. Think of that. If, if I could have a screen new Biker Scout helmet, or you know, yeah, things so like that. Yeah. There yeah, is some of the uh, glass paintings that they did in the movies for yeah. like the stormtroopers yeah. and the hangar yeah. and stuff. They're all painted on glass. Matte paintings, man. Matte paintings. Yeah, matte paintings. Absolutely. That'd be nice. I think anything like that, yeah. Even like the carbonite, anything would be. <laughs> you'd have anything, wouldn't you? It's all the whole thing. Cool. Yeah, they were awesome. Do you remember them, Sam? Yeah. When we were kids, I love the cover. And then Scuba's got the 18 jet. And I've never yeah. even, even made it yet. I was like, what? They're France. You know, I, yeah, brilliant. I remember Face's car. And I remember yeah, the, the 18 van. van. Was there a yeah, bike? Did somebody have a bike? No, I don't think it was about. There was a trailer that went back on the 18 van. There was a jet now that we've found out recently. Um, yeah, it was an awesome line, 18. Awesome line. When I was in high school, there was a there was a kid um, who was a couple years older than me that had uh, it. It would have been the same kind of van as the 18 van, but instead of it being black with the red stripe, it was light blue. But it was the same van, and he had he had the four you know the headlights above the the uh the windshield and he had the same kind of wheels too but they were i think they were gray and not red but anyway it was the same van but he had his van lifted a little bit so it kind of sat up on the tires nice. and and um when he'd hit his horn it was the general lee horn and so <laughs> i mean he would come ripping into the high school parking lot in the a-team van with the yeah. dukes of hazard <laughs> 
uh, horn. Like it was, it was. I would have married him. I would have married him definitely. His name's Chad. His name's Chad. He's a he's Chad. A big. Did they, ever, guy. they even make? Did they ever make uh, the microlight from A Team? They didn't really, did they? The what, Pete? The microlight that the A Team built when Murdoch was transporting. No, no, it was a small line. It was a really small yeah, line. It was so, a real short-lived line. Yeah. I remember when the new 18 film came out, and I remember buying the van, and I bought yeah. all the figures and stuff. But then nothing really came of that, did it? They didn't make any sequels or anything, and I think it was just... Yeah. One of the best 18 homages is in old school when they're kidnapping their... Uh, Pledges yeah. playing Metallica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't well received, the 18 movie, I'm afraid. It wasn't well received. I think um, they took the emphasis off um, uh, Hannibal Smith uh, being the leader and it went to face. And that's what people didn't like. They didn't like face taking the lead on, on, the, on the mission. So, All I can remember about it is when they're flying in the parachutes <laughs> and they're shooting the tank and it's sending them yards off. That's all I can remember about it. I can't remember anything else. But you know, even, you even in the even in the in the television show, like Face was the secondary guy. He was the one that would kind of come up with the side plans, and you know, Hannibal would have the big idea, and then but Face would need to go do something to make it happen, and so. I mean, I, I never saw that as a problem and, um, you know, but I would, I'd be down if they wanted to make another one, even if they used the exact same characters, like I'd, I'd, I'd watch it in a heartbeat. Yeah. They were awesome. It's funny how, you know, they can go into a garage and make a tank. Yeah. I can't even send size stuff off in a box. But going back to collecting, I think one of the things as well is, how how you're collecting who with i think it's important to have a community around you where you can share your collection and talk to people about your collection i think yeah. sometimes if you're on your own doing it or you, you know you, you've not got anyone to share it with i suppose that's when you start feeling well is it worth doing this and that but i think with us lot we're very lucky because we have a, a big community we can all get together and what what's the first thing we do every time we get something new or every time we find something we send the pictures out and we talk to the lads and get everyone involved. You know what I mean? So I think that's another way why I wouldn't stop collecting is because I enjoy the social aspect of collecting, you know, talking to people, looking at their collections, you know, finding out about stuff. Yeah. So if you have your collection still and you just stop collecting further, I mean, you're still part of the community. It doesn't. Yeah change the social aspect of it you can not collect anymore and still have a collection to show you know yeah and that goes on the flip side of that as well it doesn't matter how big your collection is if you've only got a small one but you feel yeah. you're part of something then that's fine you know everyone's yeah. in a different boat when it comes to collecting aren't they money wise space wise you know so for sure yeah you're right yeah i i i know that even if i stop collecting tomorrow that you know, I've gotten a lot from collecting, you know, first of all, you guys, I would not have known otherwise. Um, and that's pretty, that's pretty cool. All the people in the chat or, or uh, people that I recognize, you know, yeah, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, all right. Well, those are, those are the kind of the big hitters, the questions that I wanted to get out there and even a couple provided by the chat there. I really appreciate that. Um, one last question. One last question without making predictions or uh, going into a whole lot. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how do you feel the first four episodes of Ahsoka have been treating you? Pete, start us off. <laughs> okay. Uh, first and the second one, a uh, really good introduction. I just, I, just, I just have a little problem with the pacing of uh, the dialogue. It's just too slow. Uh, Ahsoka's doing this too much. Um, that's, uh, that's the consensus uh, from all the YouTube. Uh, the, the last episode, either the third episode, was way too short. Way, way too short, even if it's a filler. Um, the fourth episode, I thought, uh, explained a lot, and it's getting into new territory, which I like. 
Uh, good on you, Dave Filoni. I think um, yeah, there you. is points. There are some points on the uh, the fourth episode. Again, I reiterate it. The dialogue was way too slow and pacing. I mean, but it did have some really good aspects in it. Uh, good fighting. Good fighting. Lightsaber, say, uh, Jules. Um, Ray Stevenson. He's the man. He is pulling. Oh my God, he's good. He's fantastic. Uh, he, I, the best, the best one on that that casting list. I think. Uh, may he rest in peace because he's doing uh, Star Wars proud. I think. Um, yeah. That's how I saw it. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks, Pete. G Force. So what Pete just said, um, and uh, I really like Shin's character. Um, both of them, even Morgan too. Um, we discussed on Left Coast show that they're, they're doing a really good job, like with their facial expressions and throughout their acting. So I, I think they're really capturing the vibe of the characters very well, all three of them. Um, but I am happy overall with it. Uh, like he said, three was a little short, um, but they did cover a lot of ground as far as like kind of trying to explain rebels a little bit and what was going on. So I thought that was all right. So 8.5 overall. Um, Simon. I give it a five out of 10. Reason being is first two episodes were a bit off for me. Third episode was like, it was splitting up. But then this last episode pulled me back in. Just like how the Tanti was pulled in. I was pulled in. And I've just the characters changed a lot for me in that fourth episode. I thought uh, the two um, sort of Sith, Balin and uh, Shin, they just completely changed in this episode and they went like really cool for me. But I will give 10 out of 10 to Hera's orange pants because that shape is it's watchable. <laughs> Rewatchable, even. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair um, enough, Simon. Fair enough, Shabby. What's, uh, I'm loving it. I, I think it's great. I mean, I really enjoyed the first two episodes. I thought they were good. And and I, I don't want to sound cheesy or anything, but Rosario Johnson, we all said before she was cast as Ahsoka, she'd be a greatest. Remember, the fans was going around, all the fans like who would play Ahsoka, and she's born to play that role. I know she's getting a lot of flack, but I think she's fantastic in it. I think she's superb in it. The episode three, we all had that private chat, and I was like, oh, no, lads, it's a bit, it felt a bit, but that last episode just felt like Star Wars to me. It was great. It was everything Star Wars should be. Dialogue was better. Pace was faster, like PJ was talking about. And that Balin Skull, what a character he is. What a, you know, rest in peace, bless him. He was superb. So, yeah. So, I'm enjoying it. Eight out of ten. Yeah, it was good. Seven out of ten for me. I forgot to rate it. So, I'll go seven out of ten. All right. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far too. Uh, episode four, I think everybody agrees has been the best one of the four. Uh, yeah. and, and I think it really opens the door for episode five to be the best one of the five. Um, really curious to see what they do with Anakin in the world. Spoiler yeah. world yeah. between worlds. Like yeah. I have a lot of questions, uh, been talking with my peoples about it. Got some ideas. We'll see. I just know that my friend Dave's not going to let us down. I just hope they stay there now. This is the problem. We've had this before in and, 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 um, Star Wars TV shows where it hits that thing, but then comes down. I hope it stays where it is now. And a lot of people yeah. were slagging off the CGI of Anakin. I, it's never, that sort of stuff never affects me at all. I thought it looked yeah. great. So, yeah, no yeah. problem. I think they got the lighting right for me. That's what I could see. It was the CGI. Right. They got the lighting right. For Anakin to be in that space, that's yeah. where I that's where I saw it. So, um, okay. it's good. It was really good. All right. Well, hey guys, I really appreciate you hopping on with me. We've done an hour here and just off the cuff. And so, um, if you guys want to, I mean, anything you guys want to plug coming up or that you're doing, you might want you know the twenty people that have been watching tonight might want to catch. <laughs> well, you can catch me. Matt and Tess tomorrow on ZSR, 3 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock UK. It's our live stream we do on a Friday. So it's on my channel tomorrow, which is the Shabby Geek channel. Okay, sweet. Sai, you got anything going? No, just uh, official launch of Manga Fandanga t-shirts will be October the 30th. 
So look out for that. Ooh. That's the official launch, and that's basically what I've been working at. So that's nice. it. Nice. I can't wait for that. PGM, you got anything coming up? Yeah, well, uh, it's a long, it's a long track. It's uh, next week, but I'm on with Salacious with uh, uh, the Hangout, uh, uh, and I'm on again with the two Pommies with Salacious again, a double dose. I think next week, um, and I do want to get some um, uh, action figure reviews out on my channel, so that'll be upcoming. Upcoming. Okay, and Coming is that what PGM? Or uh, the, the real PG, Pete McKe- the PGM toy reviews. That's what I've just branded toy reviews and stuff like that. Nice thing. Um, and there is two other things on the uh, radar for PGM. I've got uh, two movie reviews. Heat. I'm doing Heat, the classic movie Heat, uh, with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Um, Love it. Love reviews. that movie. Um, and I'm continuing. Continuing. Hopefully, it's coming back, guys. Continue, uh, continuing James Bond um, movie reviews as well. So it's awesome. coming. Yeah. Um, All right, G Force. How about you? Yeah, just uh, head on over to G Force Racing Twenty. It's all there. I do weekly videos. So latest one went up, I think Tuesday. Um, don't have anything specifically planned. Got some figures to unbox. I got a room to redecorate, so maybe I'll document some of that. I don't know. Okay. Awesome. Um, G-Force, that should be your new catchphrase. It's all coming up. It's all good. It's all here. All coming up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, and I, Josh and I will probably be on next week to do a, a podcast. So, uh, you know, the People have been clamoring for it, so. <laughs> so we'll be on. We'll be on next week. But uh, until then, you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for hopping on with me, chat. Thanks for hanging out, and go play with your toys. Fun chat.